We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Welcome back. Mike Hoss, Deuce McAllister, with you until 6 o'clock tonight. And we're joined now by Rick Stroud, who covers the Buccaneers and the NFL with the Tampa Bay Times. Rick, first off, thanks for, for joining us on this holiday weekend, and we appreciate your time, and welcome to the show. Happy to do it. Happy New Year to you guys. Same to you. And so, uh, there's, I'm, you know, you're looking at this four-game winning streak, and I look at this team and how well they've played and and, and Baker, and, I'm, and I go back and I'm wondering, like, after that the – Buccaneers beat the Saints here in October. They lost four straight. What what was different about that team in that four-game stretch of losing that's so much different now in this four-game stretch of winning? Yeah, you know, I, I mean, they got off to a good start, obviously, um, and they did beat the Saints, and you know, I think they held them to nine points that day, but that was a close game for a while. And, and you know, the bye week came kind of early. I mean, <clears throat> you know, the NFL does this where they – they sort of pick winners and losers, if you will. And and they didn't think much of the Buccaneers. So they had an early bye week, about week, week five. And, you know, they lost a little momentum, quite frankly. But, look, you had a first-time play caller in Dave Canales. And despite a good start, once you get tape out there, once there's a month of seeing what they're doing, these other guys are really smart. And the schedule got tougher. You know, they, they played the Philadelphia Eagles. They played the Buffalo Bills. They, they played some teams – uh, San Francisco 49ers that were just better than them. Um, and, you know, games have momentum, seasons have momentum, and they blew a game against the Houston Texans. C.J. Stroud was phenomenal. Uh, they had the lead with less than a minute to go. They scored 37 points and lost, 39-37. So there was some heartache in there. Uh, it wasn't any one thing. It was some blown coverages one day. It was, you know, missed blocks the other day. So, they felt like they had a good team, um, but they had a, a pretty big learning curve. And, and you know, and Baker uh, had to become more consistent, and, and I think he did. But these last four weeks, uh, and it started out kind of shakily against Atlanta. They needed a comeback win against the Falcons to start this streak. Um, but Baker Mayfield has just been phenomenal. Um, you know, nine touchdowns, one interception. Uh, you know, had a perfect passer rating at Lambeau. That's never happened with a visiting quarterback before, which is – incredible and they continued that against jacksonville and now you know the defense is getting a little healthier they got uh devin white back they're starting to get turnovers so you know that deuce knows this when you start to feel like you know what to expect and what you're going to do every time out and then you and then that becomes the standard um you just play more confident and that's kind of what they are right now Rick, and that's exactly what I was going to ask you from a confidence-wise. You know, you can kind of see them believing in each other, you know, whether it's mm-hmm. offense or defense, but you can kind of see them believing in, 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 in one group or the other group and having having each other's back, so to speak. And, you know, Mike uh, mm-hmm. mentioned it earlier, just the body language of the players, how they the, – there's an excitement and, and, and there's a belief yeah. that they're going to win every game, even if that may not be the case. But there's a belief that they, they, are, they are going to win each and every game. Yeah, you're right, Deuce, and, that, and that, that's what teams do. You know, good teams get better as the year goes on. Um, December football is kind of what the NFL has been about. 
Um, and, you know, you have to be that hot team at the right time. Now, whether they can keep this up, of course, they got the big game on Sunday. You got to win one of these next two to win their third straight division title. And, you know, if they can go into the postseason with a six-game winning streak, it's hard to win six games in this league. They've won now for a month. That's very hard to do. It's, I think it's the second longest streak in the NFL right now, second or third. So, you know, uh, there, does, there does become a development of confidence. And, and, and more about that, they've found their identity. Look, Dave Canales had not called a play since Carson High School 16 years ago, right? He was like the 10th guy to interview for this job. Very positive guy. He's, he's Pete Carroll-esque. Uh, been with Pete since USC days. But, you know, there's some self-doubt there. And, and he was determined to, to run the football. They were one of the worst rushing teams, again, for most of the year. And then they figured out, you know what, uh, Rashad White's a really good receiver. And if you look at Alvin Kamara, that's sort of what Rashad White has become for this team. You know, a really good Alvin Kamara year. Uh, he may rush for 1,000 yards. I think he's 127 away, and, and they haven't had a 1,000-yard rusher since Doug Martin in 2015. So, you know, you have a season where you could have 2,000-yard receivers, 1,000-yard rusher, and a guy that's got 1,300-something yards total already. Um, now you've got answers, right? And, and you've played offense in this league. You've got to have answers. And, and teams are playing cover two, daring them to run the ball. They couldn't run it even against a seven-man front double the outside receivers. They didn't have a third receiver developed. It, it was a problem. And I think I think the, the evolution of the offense of Rashad White and then getting healthy, you know, on defense. And um, obviously last week was a, was a big week uh, getting Devin White back in the turnovers. And so, yeah, it's just – it's about momentum. It's about belief. And once you make – you know, you set that standard, and it really came together in Green Bay. When you, when you can go into hostile places like that and win – you're playing with a lot of confidence. And I would imagine that you take nothing for granted in this league and you go, ah, well, we'll no. take care we'll take care of Carolina. We can, you know, maybe set a few guys because there are you know, it's week seventeen. Guys are banged up and some guys are gonna be out. Uh but mm-hmm. I'm a, I'm a, uh, the feeling in Tampa is just the opposite of that. Take care of it Sunday. Yeah. Yeah, now you don't want to go to Carolina with everything on the line. You know, those are professional players, too. And I always say this, you know, um, it is that any given Sunday, Thursday, Monday league, right? Um, every guy on the field is an NFL player, and they're there for a reason. Uh, and if you don't bring your best game, you're going to get your block knocked off, you know? And, and that's just the reality of this league. So uh, you don't want to be in a pressure situation like that on the road, having to win to get in. Uh, they did give themselves a little bit of cushion this way. Um, but, you know, in front of your home fans, a chance to close it out at home. Uh, I haven't seen the Saints, you know, really play for a while. I know they've got some injured players. I know they don't have a lot of momentum that the, that the Bucks have had of late. Uh, but this series has been brutal, right? These are two really physical teams. When they get after it, it gets chippy. Anything can happen. The Saints, you know, had this team's number uh, for four straight years, and, and uh, you know, it's turned just a little bit. But, yeah, they're taking nothing for granted, and and they know how hard they fought just to get to this place at eight and seven, uh, and they don't want to have a slide backward right now. Rick, I know at one point, you know, uh, and that was obviously early in the year. You talk about um, the head coach maybe not being on the best footing with fans in a sense, and sure. just because of the losing, and you know, how yeah. much different is that now with everything that he's been through, the team that has been through, and the confidence that his team is playing with. 
Well, it always matters whether you win or lose, right? And and the thing about Todd Bowles is, um, and I've always said this, and it was true about Tony Dungy back in the day, you know, there's a lot of ways to coach, right? There's a lot of demeanors that you see on the sideline. And the only perception that is formed is based on whether you lose or win the game, right? Um, if you're stoic and you don't show much much uh, expression or emotion or anything like that, and you win, then your team is under control. You're Tom Landry, right? You're, you know, look at the poise that these guys have. Look how disciplined they are. If you're the same guy and you lose, oh, look at the coach over there with his arms folded. His team has no fire. They can't win. They're not inspired. They're not. They're not motivated. You know, and the same is true with the opposite type of coach. If you've got a fiery guy on the sideline that's going crazy and you're winning, you know, you're Bill Parcells, right? You're, you're uh, Mike Dick, uh, you know, you're the 85 Bears, whatever. And then when you lose, you know, you're Greg Schiano. Your team's out of control. You don't belong here. You know, you don't know what you're doing. So it's all perception. And the one thing I'll say about Todd, he's been the same coach everywhere he's been. Um, he didn't have a great track record with the Jets, but then again, it's the Jets. Uh, and all I know is that, you know, he took on a first-time play caller. Uh, you know, they, they were $57 million over the salary cap. They re-signed one of their corners. That's all they could do. They had a young team. They've got young players that are playing great. Uh, Yaya Diaby is a guy that's absolutely, you know, could be a defensive rookie of the year. Six and a half sacks. He didn't come in until about halfway through the year. Elijah Cansey's done a nice job. And so, you know, it, it's taken some time for this young team. Now the youngest team in the NFL went from the oldest to the youngest. And, and you know, as you get on through through the year, these guys figure things out and they're starting to win. So, yeah, not everybody is crazy about Todd Bowles and, and you know, they're not ready for the parade route just yet. But I think that he's at least kept the hounds at bay. Uh, and and then maybe they're on the doorsteps of uh, New Orleans and, uh, Carolina already fired their coach, and maybe Arthur Smith has to worry now. But, but for now, uh, and we'll see what happens in two weeks, I think he's okay. And I would assume the same thing with Baker Mayfield, right? I mean, he mm-hmm. was kind of coming and, you know, came from the two teams with Cleveland and the Rams. And, you know, you didn't really know. But, I mean, and, and he can giveth and taketh away sometimes. But uh, he, he feels like he – has he found a long – do they feel like he's found a long-term home? I think so. I mean, you know, these, again, you got to play out the season, and these next two weeks are big for him as they are for the team. But all I know is this, um, is that, you know, there was a lot of free agents signed, including Derek Carr, you know, for over $100 million in, in New Orleans, and Jimmy Garoppolo, and tables that the Bucks couldn't even sit at because they didn't have that money. Uh, they, got, they got this guy, Baker Mayfield, for $4 million. And it was a make-it contract. They told him to come in here and compete with Kyle Trask. And it's his fourth team in 17 months. And he's looking for stability. He's been with some bad organizations. Uh, you know, he, he left Cleveland. That was a 1-31 in 31 team. He was the number one pick in the draft. Uh, you know, got him to the playoffs in his third year. Beat the Pittsburgh Steelers. Had about four or five offensive coordinators in that time. Um, you know, they get Deshaun Watson. They put him late. He goes to Carolina. Uh, you know, that coach is fired five weeks in. He goes one and four there, goes to the bench, asks for his release, goes to the Rams, wins a game after two days of practice there. It gets kind of reinvigorated as far as playing ball goes. But, you know, he, he wanted stability and find a, a franchise. It's just kind of all about winning. They have a lot of pieces left over from their Super Bowl team. Uh, and so he's really uh, come in here 
and, uh, you know, become kind of the Pied Piper. I mean, people will follow Baker Mayfield. He's kind of the uh, everyman quarterback, if you will. He'll get in there and mix it up like an offensive lineman, and he'll run the ball and do some things, and he's fiery. Uh, and the more chaotic the situation is, the better he kind of plays. But, uh, look, he, he has gotten better each week. He's playing at a really high level. I think he's got 26 touchdowns and eight interceptions. Uh, you can't ask for more than what he's done in, in terms of leadership. And when things were bad, Baker, you know, kept a cool head about him and just kept working, you know, kept keep, kept these guys heading forward. So he's absolutely uh, on, on the cusp of a new contract, and it would be here, I believe. Uh, and, uh, you know, the last two games will tell the tale, but um, I, think he's, I think he's found a home for a little while. Well, Rick, we appreciate your time as always. Rick Stroud, the writer for the Tampa Bay Times, covers the Buccaneers as well as the NFL. Should be an interesting one, 1 o'clock Eastern on New Year's Eve. We will see you on Sunday and see how things go down. Always fun, guys. Nice talking to you. Thanks. Rick Stroud, again, the Tampa Bay Times. I mean, it's just uh, it's always something happens, right? Always Tampa, something, something will happen. You, you just want to get hot. Yeah. He's right. Get hot. He is covering a hot team, baby, and a fiery team on offense and defense. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.